Find your time alone with God. This message encourages to take advantage of this season of isolation to fight lukewarmness and spend time alone with God. To find depth with God and have a personal spiritual revival. Pastor teaches how to spend time alone with God and explains what time alone with God will do for you. Can we open our Bibles tonight? If you have your Bibles with you, whether it be on your phones, I would prefer you having a little Bible. But in case you don't have, then at least on your phone, I hope you have it. Genesis chapter 32, verses, a very familiar scripture, a scripture that we looked into in the beginning of the year. This is the year of supernatural encounters. Amen. 32 verses 22 onwards, 24 onwards. Genesis chapter 32 verses 24 onwards. And Jacob was left alone, and they wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Tonight, I just want to tell you to find your time alone with God. Amen. <laughs> Maybe you can put that as the title. Genesis 32, verse 24. And Jacob was left alone. And Jacob was left alone. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. When you read verses 22 and 23, it says there that he rose up in the night and took his two wives, his two women servants and his 11 sons and crossed over the fort Jabbok. Then he took them to the other side, left them there and went alone to be with God. I mean, you know, you have 11 children, two wives and so many men servants and maid servants. You would rather sleep that night peacefully. <laughs> but that night, this man chose to spend his time alone with God. Amen. You know, when the children of Israel entered the promised land, God fought for them and defeated every enemy. Every enemy that they faced, God defeated them for them. Except one. He left it for the children of Israel to contend with them. And that is found in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 3, verses 11. The third chapter of Deuteronomy, verse 11. For only Og, king of Bashan, only Og, king of Bashan, remained of the remnant of giants. Remained among the giant, remnant of the giants. Behold, behold, his bedstead was a bedstead of iron. His bedstead was a bedstead of iron. Is it not in Rabat of the children of Ammon? Yes, that's enough. See, and and the measurements of that bed is mentioned there. Every other enemy. The Lord defeated for the children of Israel, except Og, king of Bashan. And his weapon, 
and his uh, what do you say is either his weapon or his uh, instrument that he used against the children of Israel in a way was a bed of iron a bed of iron and so sometimes you got to fight this bed of iron you know i mean you got this option of just going into lukewarmness and sleeping and just taking it easy and just going off to sleep it's easy to do that but sometimes you got to fight this bed of iron and you got to say i need my time alone with god i need my time i need to have my encounter with god this is the year god has promised supernatural encounters i do not know what's happening in the world but i choose to have this encounter with jesus i want to experience him in a tangible way i want to encounter his spirit i want to encounter his word i want the glory of god manifested for me and if you're serious you can win this battle against the iron bed see this iron bed wants to put you to sleep there is a spirit of iron bed it wants to put you to sleep make you lukewarm cold go to sleep it it makes you go into any moral lifestyle just sleep just sleep with somebody you know married sleep with somebody you married sleep with somebody else some people are born again and it looks like they're born again into polygamy But God wants to wake you up. He wants you to wake you up during this season and he wants you to spend alone with him and pray. This man, the king of Bashan, Og, did not have a spear, did not have an arrow, did not have a javelin. He did not even have an AK-47 gun. But he had a he had a bed he had a bed can you imagine that he had a bed so that you don't enjoy the blessings of the promised land god has given you the promises you don't enjoy it you just sleep off his tool was this bed see when you have this bed when you sleep off instead of praying it's the, what's the, the sign of you being a prisoner to iron bed is you don't have dreams no spiritual dreams i mean you have other hundreds of other dreams but no spiritual dreams in the last days god said i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh young men old men some of you have dreams some of you have visions so this there are people who are born again who come to church who are baptized in the holy spirit but who never have received a dream from god i pray that lock of iron bed is broken off from your life and you begin to experience supernatural encounters of the anointing of the holy spirit with visions and dreams either you don't dream at all or you forget your dreams some people have dreams from the lord and they wake up and they forget they forget the promises that god made them they forget the visions that god gave them they forget the prophecy that god spoke over them they don't remember anything at all and they're just sitting there just like that cold there are others who have dreams they see a positive dream but the reverse of it begins to happen in their lives it is a, it's a spirit tonight in the name of jesus let every negativity that has come against the positive things that god has spoken into your life be broken off in the name of jesus because if you are wanting to have an encounter with the lord remember this how does god speak to you the book of numbers 12th chapter verse 6 is very clear now we studying the word of god and i pray this will just change the course of your life numbers 12 verse 6 
it says that God speaks to you speaking about God speaking to Moses it says that with him I speak mouth to mouth the sixth verse and he said hear now my words if there be a prophet among you I the Lord will make myself known unto him three ways in a vision I will speak to him in a dream Amen Numbers chapter 12 verse 6 can you read that and he said yes hear now my words if there be a prophet among you I the Lord will make myself known unto him mm. in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream yes vision or a dream now look at 1 Samuel 28 verse 6 there's one more way which God speaks 1 Samuel 28 verse 6 it says there 28 verse 6 and when Saul inquired of the Lord the Lord answered him not neither by dreams see God Saul spoke to God but God did not answer him either by dreams, dream nor by Urim nor by Urim and Thummim nor by prophets nor by a prophet see three things so God speaks to you either to the Urim which is symbolic of the scripture the Bible so when a preacher preaches to you and nothing moves you inside nothing touches you you are a prisoner are you with me because you're not encountering God God is speaking to you from his word nothing nothing touches you or God speaks to you in a dream and when you can't have a dream or a vision it's a sign that you are a prisoner of an iron bed tonight if you're serious with God God will break it off from your life amen Praise the Lord. There are, there are men and women of God who never hear a prophetic word. They, they, they don't sense the move of the Spirit. Their heart is so cold. They're just sleeping. Spiritual slumber. They're just blind. They're just in darkness. But tonight, your season is going to change. If God made you tune into the service, and if you're watching me or hearing me tonight, your season is going to change. The supernatural is going to be very natural to you because God is going to intervene in your life, manifest Himself with dreams, and visions and from his word amen praise the lord amen blessed be the name of jesus glory unto the name of jesus lift your hand and say lord i am open to you i renounce the bed of iron amen praise the lord because that sleep psalms 13 verse 3 that's an interesting scripture psalms 13 3 speaking about certain sleep says 13 verse 3 yes consider and hear me O Lord consider and hear me O Lord my God lighten my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death so that sleep is a sleep of death that sleep is a sleep of death where you don't you don't hear from God are you with me but tonight God wants to speak to you now let's get back to the scripture Genesis 32 it says there Jacob was left alone with God that night he chose not to be in the bed of iron but to pray every adversity has the potential of a corresponding advantage every adversity even this adversity of COVID has the potential of a corresponding advantage if you spend time alone with God. Genesis 50 verses 29 to 31. Jacob's children are standing before him. I mean, Joseph's brothers are standing before him. And Joseph says, what you intended for evil, 
God turned it around for good. See, you meant for evil, but it's turned out for good. See, everything intended for evil for a person who prays will turn it around for good. Every setback in life can be a setup for a shift up. Every challenge that you face can be a forerunner to a great change in your life. Great change. Problems in life can actually become a foundation for progress. 1 Samuel 9 says, Saul lost his father's donkeys. That made him problem to seek and suddenly he realized through an encounter with a prophet I am called to be a king his problems that drove him to find out donkeys that led him to his destiny tonight your problems don't look at it but say Lord I look to you none of us will look to you Jesus shall be put to shame I heard a man of God says that frustration can become a birthplace for manifestation Peter toiled all night. Nothing happened. He was just frustrated in the morning. Toiled all night. Got nothing. But the, he was no longer a fisherman the next day. He became fishers of men. You know why? Jesus entered his boat. Manifested the blessing. Somebody is about to manifest the blessing of God. Your frustrations are coming to an end in the name of Jesus. Every frustrating thought and situation, a prisoner of that, be broken off in the name of Jesus from your life. And isolation or spending time alone with God can make you actually arrive at your destination of what God wants you to be. See, even during this time of lockdown, there is advantage. Advantage. Jacob was left alone. But Israel would never have been born if Jacob was not left alone with God. Jacob is a person. Israel is a nation that came out. It can be the most frustrating time, thinking that your brother is going to kill you and problems galore in your life. But spending time alone with God. Wow, something happens. Something is birthed. I sense the Holy Spirit going to birth something out of your life. Amen. You study scriptures. Joseph was left alone. He was in the father's house. His brothers threw him out. Left alone. But that was a progress to his destiny. David was basically left alone. The prophet Samuel came to the house of Jesse. 1 Samuel 16, 11. Where is, is this all that you have, your sons? No, there is one in the bushes or in the wilderness. That's the one that I want. Most of the Psalms of David were written in his aloneness. Depth with God come from aloneness. 
Don't get frustrated because you can't fellowship with other believers and come together as a church and see your family members and your dear and near ones. Don't get frustrated. This is a season for you to be alone with God and say, Lord, Lord my God, let there be depth with you out of this this aloneness of God, out of this isolation, out of this alone time. Let me find depth with you. See, this time is a time to reflect, to meditate. Many people are just meditating on Netflix and somebody else's Facebook account and Instagram. And No, no, meditate. Meditate on your life. For God's sake, sit down and think. Reflect. It's a golden opportunity. Lockdowns, restrictions, life not normal outside. These are seasons of being separated unto God and having a fresh devotion for Jesus. Seasons of isolation are seasons of transformation. Take advantage of the season. Don't pray for lockdown to end. I mean, it'll end. <laughs> but don't wait and say, Oh my God, I'm getting frustrated. When will all this change? Hello, it will change when you change. <laughs> there are things that you wanted to do. Do it now. And I've, been, that I've, I've seen so many people coming and telling me, Pastor, you know, I wish I had so much of work to do, so much of studying to do, so much of, you know, I have to travel one hour to college, one hour to work, do this, that. If I had more time, I would have prayed. This is your season. <laughs> what are you waiting for? For rapture? Find time to do what you are always busy with something, a lot of work, taking care of that, taking care of this. Now you just spend time with the Lord. Somebody is about to enter, encounter seasons of depth with God. This is the season for, then the Holy Spirit told me, for spiritual, personal revival. personal spiritual revival to put your roots in the Lord time to service your prayer altar time to find intimacy with God intimacy takes time intimacy doesn't come by just saying thank you Jesus praise you Lord hallelujah glory to God okay let me hear something amen 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 type for you amen and then get up and go Intimacy with God doesn't come that way. It comes by you spending time alone with God. You cannot be intimate in a hurry. Paul, after 27 years of ministry, he said, if I might know him better. See, there is hunger. Any time used to spend with God or know God or worship him, study his word is not time wasted it's time built 
it is time built any time you spend with jesus is time built this is the time for you to upgrade yourself mentally don't have that still that miserable thinking upgrade your mentality the world is changing out there aggressively decide i won't be that kind of selfish envious hurtful person no boost your information base get information from god's word from reading spiritual books make deposits in your spirit so you spent you give somebody money they can spend all that money but somebody gets information it's like a fixed deposit have you seen that you give your kid money try it give your kid money or give your kid access to a medical college education to study medicine the guy who got the money will would have spent it all and would be still looking for more but the guy who got the information of medicine and science and all that will soon be earning enough and more money information can shape your future so don't waste this moment alone with god how spend time in the word in worship in prayer reading books listening to messages it's a time to review your life's purpose and vision some of you are doing it not by the help of the holy spirit you've decided faith is not for you church is not for you why because the devil the iron bed invaded you but god's spirit will make you to review your purpose in life and vision where have i been how i have been how how have i spent my life and how do i need to spend it further time to spend reflecting on your life there are people who are 70 80 90 nearly touching 100 but who do not even reflect about eternity and doing something for the lord hey there is something wrong it's the iron bed it wants to chain you to this earth when god wants to take you up there with him this is the time for you to sharpen your skills be like uh, this is a season of refinery crude oil enters and refined oil comes out you entered this lockdown crude by the time you come out don't come cruder <laughs> don't come to church cruder i will take out my spiritual thermometer and check each one of you and say have you become cruder or have you become refined easy to be with <laughs> you went to crude the season of lockdowns for the last one one and a half years nearly two years now can you imagine this is the seventh month Whew. lift your hand and say thank you for your mercies thank you for keeping us jesus thank you for your mercies thank you lord
Isaiah 6 1 says the year that King Uzziah died Isaiah had an encounter with the Lord he was in ministry but he never heard the voice of God saying who will go for us till then till that encounter happened he was just coming to church yeah uh, ministering helping out going back but that encounter hey God is looking for somebody to send here am I Lord seasons of when King Uzziah was very close King Uzziah died there is a saying I, I wondered who said it things that hurt you those things that hurt you instructs you out of frustration can come instruction a desire to be instructed of God things that touch you teach you what are these things that is teaching us during the season anything of this world can collapse anytime can you imagine you thought you were smart the world was smart money power is not the answer for the situation you can lose companies have lost trillion dollars in a day this season instructs you teaches you hey my future is in God my life is in the Lord I need to be instructed from his word I need to hear from God I need to become better instead of becoming bitter instead of becoming depressed I want to be somebody who will be distinguished because I've been instructed by the Holy Spirit so what will the encounter do or time alone with God do time alone with God is the capacity to eliminate curses and to establish blessing Genesis 32 read the scripture I think it's the 26th verse and he said yes let me go for the day breaketh and he said I will not let thee go except thou bless me see establish the blessing encounters with God will remove and eliminate curses and tangibly establish blessings I won't let you go Lord until you bless me Mm. which is that song any song take your time we just have about 300 people or 400 people watching us now another 5,000 will watch us later but <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay we can think of a song <laughs> okay it can eliminate blessing I mean sorry it can eliminate curse and establish blessing in your life time alone with God will has the potential to break off limitations and embargoes in your life Jacob became a nation scripture that you know is written for you to experience Spending time alone with the Lord has the capacity to change your identity and your very label. The angel is asking, what's your name? What have been people been calling you? Jacob. 
You shall be Israel. There are things people have been saying about you and calling you. Don't look to that. Look to the Lord. And there will be something that God calls you. Can you imagine? David committed adultery. Murdered somebody's husband. Took that woman as his wife. And the New Testament, God calls him a man after God's own heart. <laughs> that doesn't mean you can do that. That's wrong. That is sin. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, let God judge, not you. Are you with me? If somebody has done wrong in your family, in your home, in your church, or, let God deal with it. God might not see that person the way that you see. You know, the other day some, somebody is telling me that every minister of the gospel that God is using powerfully across the nations, if you really check, you will only find negative about them more than the positives on the net. Because any joker can sit before a computer and type anything. <laughs> but if God is using them, God is not making a mistake. Spending time alone with God is the capacity. I mean, not capacity, ability for capacity enlargement. You were small before, your business was small, but don't think it's the end of the story. Spend time alone with God, you will become big. Despise not the day of small beginnings. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Somebody who is discouraged that you're small, God is saying, despise not the day of smallness or small beginnings. God will enlarge you, God will bring you up, God will establish you. Amen. There is a ministry from Mantra that is listening to me right now. Man of God, God says, He will enlarge you. He will enlarge your capacity. He will enlarge the depth of your influence. He will bring up and establish your ministry. Do not be discouraged. When you spend time alone with God, that scripture says, there was an impartation of power to prevail. Read that scripture. You are prevailed with God and with men. Read that. Genesis 32. And he said unto him, What is thy name? Mm. And he said, Jacob. Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. And has prevailed. You will prevail over these circumstances when you spend time alone with God. You will prevail every economic recession in the land. You will prevail. Your business will prevail. Your life will prevail. Things that made you to crumble and fall down will not make you crumble and fall down. You will prevail. The champion spirit, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the resurrection power will rise up inside of you. Six. What will happen when you spend time alone with God? There will be an impartation of royalty and rulership. Say that with me. There will be an impartation, be an impartation of, royalty of royalty and rulership. And rulership. As, a prince. As a prince. Read that scripture one more time. Genesis 32. 
Genesis 32. Yes. And he said, And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Thy name shall no longer be called Jacob. But Israel. But Israel. As a, for as a prince has thou power with God mm. and with men and has prevailed. As a prince, see? As a prince. As a prince. So there's an impartation of royalty. <laughs> hmm? An impartation of royalty. Amen. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Amen. You'll be more royal than the royal family in England. Huh? There are wives who can make the prince to go back to being a normal guy across. <laughs> there are wives who will make the husband to be looking like a prince. <laughs> Glory, oh gosh. Let's not go that route. <laughs> An impartation. I mean, God, something the Holy Spirit told me that every believer, God wants you to have a sense of rulership in some domain of your life. Some domain of your life. It's just not a statement. He, there are no slaves in God's kingdom. You're free by the blood of Jesus. He whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. Open your mouth and say, I'm free by the blood of Jesus. I am free indeed. Amen. And God wants you to have a sense of rulership where you can rule over your own instincts, nature. Number one, grace for that in the name of Jesus. You can rule in the area of business, in the area of finances, in the area of your health. But you don't feel all weak and emotionally down and sick and lost all the time. But spending time alone with God is a way of just an impartation coming where you feel, Hey, through Christ I'm more than a conqueror. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The sickness cannot stain my body. This affliction has to leave my system. This fear cannot dominate my life. This demon doesn't have a hold over my life. I'm a child of God in the name of Jesus. See, that kind of impartation comes to you from Jesus himself when you spend time with him. Lift your hands tonight. Lift your hands tonight. Ask the Lord to graze you. Come on, open your mouth. Graze you, graze you, graze you. Every area of your life that you, were, you felt like a slave, that you felt dominated, that you felt trampled down, that you felt, uh, oh, that you're lost. And whether it be in your spirit, whether it be in your soul, whether it be in your body, whether it be in your finances, relationships, marriage, wherever. Oh, by the blood of Jesus. Let there be a prevailing grace. Let there be an overcoming grace. Let there be victory manifested for you in the name of Jesus. By the authority of the name of Jesus, I command every kind of slavishness to break away. Look at somebody and say, I'm a prince. You are a princess, Princess Leah. 
Act like a princess. Put an attitude. The humble attitude. Not like the princess of this world. Spiritual princesses, princesses in the church, they have a humble attitude. Are you with me? They're kind of domineering and in authority and in charge and bullies only the devil. <laughs> you punch the devil in the name of Jesus. But you don't bully people because it's not your ego. It's you're humble before God and before people, but before the devil and before his agents. You're like, wow. <laughs> Lift your hands. I'm a prince. I'm a child of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Princes in the name of the Lord. Princes emerge. Hallelujah. Hey, somebody's countenance is going to change. There, there, is, there, there, are just, there are a lot of women out there who feel you're ugly, you, you feel you're not good looking, you feel you are, oh, you, nobody will love you, but God is going to change that. Hallelujah, you are a princess. You're going to look like a princess. The Lord is the help of your countenance. is changing you tonight. Amen. Number seven, and we pray together. Spending time alone with God has the capacity to impact upon your life to face the future. Jacob had to face his brother Esau. The last time he heard about his brother was that his brother was trying, coming to kill him. And right when you th- read through that chapter of Genesis 32, right after that encounter, he crosses over the ford and goes with his family and Esau is coming to meet him. You're scared about your future, about your life, that will vanish. Don't be afraid. I know who holds my future. I don't know what my future holds, but I know who holds my future. He's got you in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. Come on, church, sing it together. He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you and me, brother. In his hands is God, you and me, sister. In his hands is God, you and me, brother. In his hands he's got the whole world in his hands. Come on. Noah's Ark. Come on, children. Come on, cornerstone children. Once in Noah's Ark, you know, once a child asked, not in Noah's Ark, in a, you know, in a kid's ministry, somebody asked, you know, didn't God have any adults? when he delivered the children of Israel out because in the Bible it says the children of Israel children of Israel so where there were no adults <laughs> God calls you the children of Israel